Talk Radio 96.7. We're talking sports. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Fred's Market Restaurant. In one of the best Santa Claus hats I have ever seen, your host, <laughs> Neil Duncan. Thank you, Eric. Welcome to Sports Central, everybody, on this uh, beautiful, beautiful December 21st, Thursday, 5 did you, o'clock. Did you forget what day it was? Look, this hour is separating me and vacation. So, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Now, looking forward to it. Uh, again, hour-long show here at Sports Central. In our second segment, we're going to catch up with Seth Jacoby from Three Step Sports. A uh, number of lacrosse uh, camps coming up there at Northeast Regional Park. Of course, that's up in Davenport. Uh, you've got the multipurpose fields there. And then a couple years old now, the uh, turf uh, collegiate baseball fields, part of the Russ Matt uh, Collegiate Invitational, which it's hard to believe it's going to be uh, – you know, you come back in January, and then it's the following month, and uh, we look forward to having that back. But I'm Neil Duncan. Again, welcome to Sports Central. Alongside, at, as always, Rebecca Messina. Yeah, I don't skip weeks, unlike Justin, who's not here. <laughs> wow. No, Salty. I'm just kidding. I, mean, I love Justin. I never, I never, I'm never mean to him on the show, so I shouldn't start now. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm only going mean to, s- to you. <laughs> I'm going to say something that I'm aware, and, and now I'm going to return the favor. Um, Eric, if I were to ask you what bowl season means, what would you answer? Uh, I would guess uh, college football. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're Becky, you respond in the office, why are we going to talk about bowling? <laughs> well, you know, that could apply. Okay, see? That's fair. No, do not save her. Here's my here's my excuse. You claim to be a sports fan. How here's, do you not know what okay. bowl season is? Here's my excuse. First of all, we all know that I don't watch football. For one, that's not like a secret on this show. <laughs> Two, I read an article about Weber's bowling team, and then right. five minutes later was told it was bowl season, so I just, yeah. Okay. I, well, th- with some context, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I'll give you a pass. Yes. It's a Christmas miracle. I give you a pass. But what's (laughs) What's exciting to say is tonight in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, just rolls right off your tongue, uh, (laughs) the USF Bulls will be playing Syracuse. Yes, that's right. USF Bulls will be playing in a bowl game tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN, and of course the ESPN Plus app. So, you like uh, you like the Bulls. You're I, a Bulls fan. I, well, you know, son's going there, so yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember for the Bulls. I went to a game this year. You think Logan's their lucky charm? Is he going? He's not going. Oh, that's so actually. Sad. I don't know that answer. I, I believe he's not going. I think he had to work. Oh, that would be like fun to go his senior year. Well, it's his junior. He's getting out in three. But oh, technically, yeah. his senior so technically, year. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's a senior. He's just. But uh, they take a young on senior. <laughs> both teams six and six. But uh, what USF has been able to do, I believe they only won one game last year and have only won two. Something like they've only won two games in the last couple of years. They won six games this year. They did pretty well um, in the recruiting. Uh, early signing day, which was yesterday, uh, a number of local high school athletes were able to sign on the dotted line. Uh, Nate Gabriel out of Auburndale, he signed with West Virginia. Quavion Bird from Bartow signed with Central Michigan. Josh Porter, really good receiver out of Fort Meade. Speaking of the Bulls, signed with USF. 
Quentin Moore, Lee Gibson, uh, he signed with South Dakota. I hope he's got some long johns because it's going to get cold later yeah. in the season up there. But congratulations to him. Uh, Kiara Morris, Lake Wales to uh... – oh, that's softball. Sorry. I thought yeah, it was football. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Florida softball. Southern doesn't have a football team. She was the – her and Red Oxley were the two softball players on the list. Yep. Joshua Smith from Lakeland to Bryant College. And uh... – go ahead. <laughs> I hate you. Um, Jacen Murtel. Murtel, yeah. Okay. Winterhaven to Tulane, right? Yep. So just a few of them, of course, uh, our partner at the Ledger, uh, Polk Preps, they do an outstanding job in covering all these uh, student-athletes. So go to ledger.com for uh, a full list of all the fall athletes, um, athlete of the year, coaches of the year, of course, we'll honor all of them June 18th. 18th. Polk County All Sports Awards, RP Funding Center. Email me for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe. I actually don't email well, me. Well, preparation. <laughs> yeah, right. Preparations for that event have already started. Yeah. Oh, I have my sheet built. I'm adding people. I got photos already. Record I'm like on crowd top last of year. It. Over 800 people were in attendance last year. Yeah, it was really nerve wracking for me to stand on stage for four hours. I'm glad it only impacted you. Well, Listen, I was in heels and I came off the stage and Justin was like, how are you not sitting? I was like, Justin, if I sit down, like I'm not getting back up. Right. That's kind of like when you go home and sit on the couch, but then you have to leave again. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Or I'd like rather to not go sit to, like, down. Bed. Like, no, if I'm going to sit down, I'm going to, I'm going to sit in my bed. Like if I sit on the couch, I'm not moving from the couch. Like It's not happening. Well, it'd be interesting to see, of course, uh, Lakeland football uh, repeated as state champs. Lake Wales was unable to, to defend their title. But now we've had a couple of years of the Metro Suburban uh, playoff system. Uh, this past week, the FHSA voted to undo that system. So, I have no clue what any of this means, by the way. Well, Metro, obviously the larger, you know, the Tampas, the Orlandos, and the Miamis, and Jacksonville, those, those schools that have a much larger population were in a classification. And then Suburban, your smaller areas or more rural areas that don't have quite as high a population – Probably the easiest way to answer yeah. that. Well, it's Metro Suburban, and then there's a rural classification metro, suburban, of itself. And, well, rural was like real, 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 real rural. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a number of like panhandle teams. Yeah. Really small areas, almost like community high schools. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're they're doing away with it now. Alongside uh, girls and boys basketball, girls and boys soccer, softball, and girls volleyball, football teams will revert to an eight class classification system, eight class classification system, which will include 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A, 7A, as well as rural. Rural classifications will be determined by using the student population of the lowest 32 populated schools that commit to the rural classification in the sport of football. So Yeah, so this one's all just simply by size yeah, of it, your kind of goes kind of right? goes back to what they were doing before, but I don't know. Um, well... I'm a nerd and I did marching band and we had this classification system for marching band, the 1A, 2A, 3A. Everything was based off of the size of your band. So the very small bands would be class 1A. Right. We were a class 5A band because we were bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's how we did it. I'm not sure if it's really the same. Well, a vote on required district games for football teams also passed. So questions are now surrounding the open division classification, which would be conceivably include the top-ranked teams across the state. 
Um, but they're going to they're going to address that at a later date. So they're going back to classifications. They're going back to seems like uh, size of schools and the re- reporting and the way that that's going to go. Uh, but I saw late this afternoon they were going to announce the new districts and classifications at 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. So we'll see how that pans out, what that's going to look like for Polk County teams, because as we go back to the All Sports Awards, it may change how many teams are actually able to compete for a championship because, you know, it's long been said, whether it's football, basketball, whatever it is, if you can get out of Polk County, you can probably win a championship because the amount of talent that uh, our student athletes and our coaches have here in Polk County. Uh, but if you have uh, classifications and districts where only one team is getting out instead of multiple teams, obviously your chances of winning state championships are going to be much uh, reduce so it'll be interesting to see uh, a lot of a uh, lot of feedback I'm sure uh, stay off social media tomorrow uh, after 10 a.m. if uh, people aren't a fan of the classifications as uh, they have been done so it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, but uh, that'll be FHSA tomorrow 10 a.m. Uh, the new classifications and the new districts for uh, not only Polk County, but the entire state of Florida. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Seth Jacoby about three-step sports. You're listening to Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central on the radio right now. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Jimmy John's. Let's get back to it with Neil Duncan and Becky Messina. Hey, Garrick. Welcome back to Sports Central. And uh, I love this weather. I need to be on the golf course. Of course, if my back wasn't so terrible, maybe I could. But we just gave you a golf certificate. I know. I got to get my back fixed. I got to get my swing fixed, too. But I got to get my back fixed first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can't believe seemingly has been fixed? The Orlando Magic sitting in fourth in the Eastern Conference. They're 16 and 10. They just lost. Uh, they've lost three in a row, but <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. They've uh, five and five in the You're last welcome. 10. You're welcome. I'm but, here to serve. But they've been so bad for so long. It's yeah. uh, encouraging to see some of this young talent. Yeah, um, but they lost. Playing well. well, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> you're, you're used to that being a Yankees fan, right, after last season? Um, okay. All he right. didn't make it into the football championships for college, Florida State. Shut up. <sighs> wow. Eric. <laughs> Can we turn our mic off? Yes. Okay, good. Let's do that. You can't. We're and, about to talk about lacrosse. Well, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to our first guest tonight, uh, Seth Jacoby from Three Step Sports and PLL. Seth, excuse me, Seth, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. I, I appreciate your time and the opportunity. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. We know it's the holiday season, and uh, uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and turn off Becky's mic so she can't be mean to you. She's being mean to me. I don't think she'll do that to you. I but, uh, am so nice to Seth. We've been emailing back and forth. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> she, she set the tone very well. Well, then it's huh, just me that see? she has a problem with. <laughs> Seth, tell us about three-step uh, sports and, and tell us about the upcoming uh, junior PLL championships and camps at the Northeast Regional Park in Davenport. Sure. So uh, three-step sports um, is the nation's largest and, you know, as we say, most impactful youth sports club and event operator in the country. Um, right now, we're in nine different sports uh, focusing on, um, you know, youth, second, third, fourth grade through high school. 
Um, we run more than 2,500 events. We have more than 140 different brands, and we have over a million athletes just within our um, nine sports within our three-step family. Um, and we have the opportunity to impact youth athletes in, you know, in all 50 states right now. So it's a great opportunity. I work within the lacrosse division, um, and the, within the lacrosse division were at the time, you know, mostly uh, east of the Mississippi, although we do run some events west of the Mississippi and have one of our operators west of the Mississippi. But, um, you know, really a stronghold would be where lacrosse is across the, the middle part of the country and down in Florida. And this opportunity we have, um, as you said, is taking place at Northeast Regional Park in Davenport, where um, we've been running events. I've been in the lacrosse space now for over 10 years and, and, you know, been going to Davenport. And the only thing, as we always tell ourselves, is we wish we had invested in real estate on 27, <laughs> uh, 11 years ago. Right. You, you, you wouldn't be running sporting events if that were true, right? You'd that, be laying on a beach that, somewhere. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. But it's been, it's been a great location for us. Um, it's great for our families. Um, and we're excited to be back again this year. And um, what we're back uh, this year is in our second year of a partnership we have with the Premier Lacrosse League, uh, the PLL, which is the um, only professional outdoor um, lacrosse league that's going on in the country right now. There were two, and they merged together into the PLL a few years ago. Um, and we uh, at Three Step has struck a partnership with the PLL to create the junior PLL championship for boys fifth through eighth grade to try to mimic in one year, you know, what it would be like to, to, to be a professional athlete. And, and those are things that take place here in Florida. The first part is, well, you got to go to training camp, you got to work hard and you got to be good enough, you know, to make a team. And so what we have paired, um, which is taking place three weekends, two in January and one in February, down at um, Northeast Regional Park is our training and evaluation camps. So we'll bring in about five to 600 um, players over these three weekends. We have a, another weekend in Arizona to try to help some of the kids on the West Coast. And we combine uh, 12 or 13 uh, PLL players, uh, young men um, who play in the league with 12 or 13 um, what we call professional coaches high school and club coaches, we come together and as a group of, of those coaches, we will interact and coach our players. We'll give them over seven hours of training um, with a pro and a, and a high school or club coach coaching that team and that uh, young man. And then they'll play games and um, get evaluated and graded. And uh, the top players there will, will move forward in the process. Well, you talk about those those dates, uh, January 19th to the 21st, the 26th to the 28th, and the 9th through the 11th. Uh, how have you seen, because we've certainly seen it, you know, uh, all too often people think these events just show up. Obviously, they have to be recruited here, and you have to have the appropriate facilities, and you have to have uh, a base within the sports. How have you seen that base change here in Florida? Because early on the Northeast is where lacrosse was really, really hot and, and, and where it was being played, but that has really changed here in Florida. hundred percent. And um, I, I think lots of reasons, you know, we talk about the growth of the game and um, lots of reasons, you know, some have to do, you know, with the, the 
just the concussion awareness. There's just fewer concussions in lacrosse than there are in football. And for some, it's, you know, maybe they're moving away from football, although I doubt it in Florida. Um, and <laughs> in, other, in other sports, it's just, it's a very fast-paced, constant movement sport. You know, it's a, it's a great combination of basketball and hockey um, in one where it's constant movement with and without the ball. And there's very little downtime when you're on the field. Um, things happen quickly. Um, the ball moves fast. You have to think fast. You have to move fast. There's enough contact for those players that like it. Um, and yet what's also great about it is there, unlike basketball, there's no real size you know, requirement to play lacrosse. Um, what you see even in the professional levels is there are you know, what, what every other sport would call smaller players. In lacrosse, you know, in fifth and eighth grade, fifth through eighth grade, some of the very best players are the most diminutive because they're quick, they're shifty, they're smart. Um, so everyone can play the sport. There's no kind of, you know, a bigger, bigger person sport. Well, we're excited to uh, have this event here and uh, looking forward to it. And uh, what were the, uh, if you already mentioned it, I apologize, uh, but what were the number of athletes that are going to be competing or uh, involved with these camps? Yeah, there's anywhere from 160 to, to 200 per camp. We, we try to limit it so we make sure we get a really um, strong teaching component. Um, you know, our viewpoint is, we want each camp to really be a special opportunity that can make sure the players are getting one-on-one -on -one attention. So at each camp, there'll be anywhere from 160 to 200 athletes, their parents. What we have found, what's great about, you know, the location is in, you, in this event, is it's a, it becomes a family event. So a lot of the, the, it might be just one brother, you know, who's fifth grade coming down, but He'll come down with his younger brother and sister, and both parents will come down, and they'll go to Disney, and they'll spend a, a weekend down there, not just going to, you know, a youth basketball tournament or a youth lacrosse tournament. It becomes more of a family opportunity, which for me is the, you know, the operator and the organizer. It makes it a lot more fun. Um, it just creates a really special environment. Absolutely. Well, Seth, thank you so much. Uh, Seth Jacoby, Three Step Sports. Uh, appreciate you joining us. And uh, real quick, give us a website where people can get more information on uh, not only these camps, but uh, the, the sport of lacrosse. Yes, it's Premier Lacrosse League, spelled out, PremierLacrosseLeague.com. And this event is called the Junior PLL Championships. But getting to the Premier Lacrosse League site, um, will direct you through to the to the junior PLL championship, um, and my company is just Three Step Sports. Um, but but in this case, you know, we're really happy to promote this this PLL junior championship. Well, thank you so much. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll see you in January. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Becky. Happy holidays to you as well. All right, take care. We're going to go ahead and head to break. When we come back, we're going to see how good I did and how bad Becky did with her NFL picks last week. Oh, I wish you could see the dirty look I just got. <laughs> Stick around for the third segment of Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. The Lakeland Ledger brings you Sports Central this afternoon on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central, your host, Neil Duncan. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. No? Nothing? <laughs> All right, fine. Welcome back to Sports Central. Eric did not care. <laughs> oh, 
he baited me I, in. He baited I, me into that, and I, then acted like he didn't do that. I, I didn't do what? I am innocent. earlier in the hallway. You said, "Oh, oh, oh. hey, how's that uh, bowl full of jelly impression of yours coming along?" It's too late. Too late. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, Neil Duncan back alongside Rebecca Messina and ah. Eric. Been very bad this year, Clark. Don't talk to Eric like that. I'll tell you who hasn't been bad. Me. No, please. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would disagree with they, that. Look, they're at 7-7. Seven and seven. They've won three games in a row. The season was sliding. The cheese was coming off the cracker. Hear how that sounds. 7-7. Seven and seven. So they lost half the games that they've played. They've won half the games they've played. But they've lost half. Well, they're in line to make the playoffs. Okay? Okay. We get it. You're they, are ahead, they are ahead in the NFC South. They have the tiebreaker. You think that the way that your college football season went, that the Bucs will just fall Why? off? Why the Yankees just gave up another run? They were terrible. What are you doing? Don't even start. I'm not talking about baseball. We're talking about football. You're right, because you have nothing to talk about. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are tied with the New Orleans Saints, 7-7, seven and seven, but they get the uh, the go-ahead in the playoffs because of the conference record where they're 6-4 and four, and the Saints are 4-5. and five. Uh, They have three games left. I think they have Jacksonville this weekend, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes. do, 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 Jacksonville this weekend, at home, then at home against the Saints. So you win that game. Even if they lose against Jacksonville this weekend and the Panthers the following weekend, I still think they get in the playoffs. I don't know who made the graphic for the Bucks jags game, but it's sick. I have to show it to you later. It's really cool. All right. You'll like it. Anyway. NFL picks last week. Who won? Justin. False. He's not here. Who won? Justin. Nope. He has his picks in. Of the, the next people three in this weeks. room, who won? You. That's But won. Justin still beat you. He beat me by a game. It doesn't count. All right. <laughs> Justin, currently on our leaderboard, is standing with 127. He did surpass me. I'm at 125. Caitlin is at 119. And she actually did tell me that she will continue to send me her picks every week until the Super Bowl so that we can keep our leaderboard up. So, off the texture, she didn't send me her picks yet today. Okay. So. This week's games, I know you guys got to keep this going. Yep. All right. Tonight, Saints. <laughs> oh, I love, love it. He's, he's on point. Saints versus Rams. Justin's got the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams as well. I'm trying to remember what I picked at the office. I'm going to take the Saints. Okay. I want the Rams to win, but I'm going to take the Saints on the road. All right. Next game. Bengals. This is Saturday, 4.30. Bengals versus the Steelers. I picked Joe Burrow, of course. Even Why? He's not playing because he's hot. All right. Um, Justin also picked the Bengals, probably for the same reason, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Cincinnati's a three-point favorite. I just feel like the Steelers are going to like Tomlin. He's a very good coach. I think they get it done. That mm-hmm. night, Saturday night, Bills versus Chargers. Is there life in the Buffalo Bills? Probably enough to get past the Chargers. I'll take the Bills. All right. I can't remember who I picked, but I think I picked the Bills. All right. Turning our attention to Sunday, the Indianapolis Colts sitting at 8-6. and six. They travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, I want the Colts to win this game because that helps the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I will actually take the Colts on the road, even though they're a two-and-a-half-point dog in Atlanta. I'm also going to take the Colts. Look at you. The Falcons lost to the Panthers last week, and that's pretty sad. Okay. 
Seahawks seven and seven versus the five and nine already out of the playoff hunt Tennessee Titans. I'm taking the Seahawks. Justin also took the Seahawks. Good pick. Lions versus Vikings. Lions having a very good year. Ten and four on the season. They're five and two on the road, uh, taking on a rival, the Minnesota Vikings, who are seven and seven. They're only two and four at home. I'm going to take the Lions on the road. Justin took the Lions. I'm going to take the Vikings. Well, you're wrong. Commanders versus the Jets in a who cares? Why are they playing in the game? Yeah. Four and ten Washington Commanders versus the five and nine New York Jets. Jets three point favorite home. Jets, I don't care. I'll Jets take the Jets. Were rough to watch last week. Yeah. Um I'm gonna take the Commanders. Justin right. also took the Commanders. I'll take the Jets. Packers versus the Panthers, six and eight. Can the Packers re- rebound from that loss against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, the I Panthers. I think we are all going to take the Packers on this one. Hey, the Panthers won last week, but yeah, the Packers. <laughs> Browns versus Texans. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns. I think Justin took the Texans. All right, I will take. Eh, I'm gonna take the Texans. Cleveland a two and a half point road favorite, but I'm gonna take Houston. Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming down to the middle of the state, they're eight and six. They're five and one on the road. Surprising statistic there. Uh, the Buccaneers seven and seven, three and three at home. Really, they played better on the road than they have at home at Raymond James Stadium. Tampa Bay, a two and a half point favorite. Who's going to win? Becky? Um, I'm taking the Jags. Trevor Lawrence. Justin also took the Jags, probably for the same reason. <laughs> Why? No. He's my other NFL husband. I'm taking the Buccaneers just because. Well, they're my team. Yeah, we know. 425 on Fox, Cardinals versus Bears. Three another who cares game. Uh Cardinals three and eleven. The Bears five and nine. Uh it is at home where the Bears are three and three. Chicago is a four-point favorite. Justin took the Bears. I also took the Bears. I feel like they definitely should have won that game last week. But I'm gonna take the Cardinals. No, I'm not. I'm gonna take the Bears. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Cowboys versus Dolphins. This should be a good game. Uh, both teams are ten and four. Uh, it is in Miami, where the Dolphins are six and one. The Cowboys are only three and four on the road. Uh, I'm going to take Miami in this game. Yeah, I also took Miami because NFL man plays for them. Okay. Patriots. That's Braxton Berrios, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Still with the name dropping. Uh, Patriots three and eleven. Are they going to get rid of Bill Belichick? I don't know. How do you get rid of a guy that's won him so many championships? Or does he retire? Either way, they're terrible. They're three and one. Excuse me, three and eleven, two and four on the road. They're taking on a seven and seven Broncos team who is four and three at home. Denver, a seven point favorite. Who you got? Denver. Went a long way to say all that. Yeah, absolutely, Denver. Yeah, no, no Justin, chance for the Patriots. Justin also took Denver. He doesn't even like his own team. Three Monday night football games. Well, Monday. Afternoon, afternoon night. Christmas. Yes, they're Christmas. So the first game on Christmas. Early afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner it's almost time. Like, and it's almost night. like another Thanksgiving day. Yeah. yeah. So Raiders versus Chief in a, Chiefs in a rivalry game. Uh, 10-point favorite, Kansas City. It's got to be Justin the Chiefs. Justin took the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm absolutely. taking the Chiefs. So the Raiders will probably win. Taylor um, Swift's. Husband. Why? Why do we have to do this? <laughs> Giants versus Eagles. Giants not very good. They're five and nine, two and six on the road. Uh, Eagles ten and four, five and one at home. This is in Philadelphia. Philadelphia almost a two touchdown favorite. Thirteen and a half points is the spread. Who do you got? Uh, I took the Eagles. Taylor Swift's husband's brother plays for them. <laughs> 
They're not married. I know. I just wanted to say it. Our rumors get started. <laughs> I take the Eagles as well. I'm a Giants fan, and it's been a rough year for New York, so it's painful. Eight fifteen, Christmas night, Ravens versus 49ers. Both teams are 11-3. and three. Uh, Ravens 6-1 and one on the road. 49ers 5-1 and one at home. They this are is, a five-point favorite. This is going to be a good game because this was everyone was saying that they were the ones going to be in the Super Bowl. Because of the logo colors. And they did change the logo colors since all those rumors got started. But everyone was thinking the 49ers and the Ravens were going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm not sure that this is true. But I saw uh, an image that showed there are a few quarterbacks in college football right now making more money with NIL than Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. I'd be so mad. Yeah. Well, that's why some of these quarterback, uh, the quarterback from USC was talking about staying in college because he could make more money. Yeah. College, I mean, college football a, is broken right now. Yeah. So um, who do you have, 49ers or I Ravens? I took the 49ers, so did Justin. I'm going to take the Ravens on the road. All right. I'm going to take the Ravens on the road. We'll see. We will see. That, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Just, we'll see. All right. As you look at the uh, standings in the playoff picture... Um, as I said, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are sitting in the fourth spot, seven and seven. Uh, they win the tiebreaker over New Orleans based on head-to-head win percentage. They've already beaten this New Orleans Saints. They get them in a week. If they win that game. They're pretty much in, uh, but they've got three games left. Of course, San Francisco leads. They're in the number one seed: Dallas Cowboys, Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, those would be your uh, conference or those division champions. Then you got the Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Los Angeles Rams. So we'll see what happens. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to our final break. When we come back, we're going to ask Becky what holiday traditions she enjoys the most. Oh, I've got a good one. Our last Sports Central before Christmas. And we're going to give Eric a present. Stick around, everybody, for the last segment. You look at it, look at it. Sports Central. We got him a present? No. (laughs) Talk Radio 96.7. Fourth and final segment of Sports Central for this Thursday afternoon. Brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn. In the sports chairs are Becky and Neil. Thank you so much, kind sir. In all seriousness, uh, Eric, we do appreciate you each and every year. Hard to believe it's been uh, 20 plus years that uh, yeah. Sports Central's been on the air here. Been a long time. Yeah, you That's have older been. Than a, me. Oh my goodness gracious! Did you hear that? <laughs> I think he turned off your microphone. I think he did too. I did not. No. All right. Well, as we, uh, you know, it's the 21st. Only a few more days until Christmas. Obviously, a number of Christmas parades of. Uh, happen uh, as far as those recruited events nothing this weekend and it's very rare that you're going to have that but i mean come on it's it christmas. Is christmas it is christmas so the way it falls uh nothing this weekend but uh, of course the iron man 70.3 a couple weeks no about a little, little over a week ago yeah occurred um a lot of those christmas parades and, and things like that have have occurred Dwindled. that's right that's right <laughs> but Going on, started on the 15th and goes through the 31st, Light Up BSP. Any idea what that means? Light Up Bonnet Springs Park. That a girl. BonnetSpringsPark.com uh, for a full list of events, but uh, starting on the 15th, two weeks of festive 
free and fun activities there at Bonnet Springs Park in Lakeland. It says all is bright. Snowflake. Snowflakes, I guess. <laughs> Sore. All is bright. Snowflake. That's what it says. Holiday <laughs> honky tonk. And timeless tiding. Hey, tidings. I'm just reading what it says. Oh, my God. Uh, it is very pretty. Have you been out there? I haven't, but um, our new social media girl that we're I'm friends with from mm-hmm. college, Christina, mm-hmm. went out and took videos for social media um, when they did it on the 15th, and it was really, really pretty. So tonight, with, no, I'm sorry, tomorrow night, um, Timeless Tidings featuring sounds of the swing era and mid-century merriment from singing trio vocalists along with pictures with Santa and Mrs. Claus, special holiday decor, festive strolling performers, and more. And then on Saturday is going to be Jingle Bell Rock, sponsored by Lakeland Regional Health. Uh, So congratulations to them for uh, investing in this event. This evening we'll showcase live music with uh, We... Three strings covering the holiday hits, pictures with Santa, and beloved holiday characters. Not just Becky. She's a holiday character. Uh, Join us earlier in the evening. The dog from the Grinch. To enjoy the Coca-Cola holiday caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. in the Heritage Gardens. Also, trackless train rides, Jingle Bell craft activities, free craft activity with the Florida Children's Museum, and mini market with Catapult. Pretty cool stuff. Are you going to take your granddaughter? I, you know, we'll have to see what uh, what the schedule looks like. But go to bonnetspringspark.com. Cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You going to go home for Christmas? I am. I leave tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go see my family and my dogs. Well, this is what the time of year is for, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to tell you, if you don't know what to do with your family members, because let's be honest, about 10 minutes after they get there, you'll be like, woof. How much longer are they going to be in town? No, I'm just kidding. We know you love your family. Uh, but go to visitcentralflorida.org for a full list of things that you can do here, whether it's attractions. Uh, of course, they have the Christmas event at Legoland. They've been doing things at Mock Tower Garden, Safari Wilderness. Uh, maybe go to Circle B Bar Reserve and go see those really big alligators out there. They're really cool. They're very cool. I like to go sit out there and watch them. But when you come across one, let me public service announcement here. <laughs> Back up. Go the other way. I get very close to them. It's not smart. <laughs> it is not smart because they are wild animals and they will do things. They're that... very used to people, though. The alligators on Lake Hollingsworth. Please disregard very used everything she is saying. <laughs> no, you you really that's there's sign there's signage up all over. If you if there's one on the path, just turn around and go the other way because they're you don't know what they're going to do. There's an alligator on Lake Hollingsworth that's named Franklin by the okay. students of Florida Southern. Okay. He's very nice. He's like so used to the people that walk the lake that you can get very close to him. He won't do anything. Until he eats you. Yeah, well, you know. Eric, I, I feel like we just need to dump everything she just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas tradition, Neil? Um... Uh... I don't know. I for me, you you know that I have a being from up north, which a lot of us are mm-hmm. here are transplants. Um, it's just this time of year where it starts feeling cool and starts to feel like what fall up there is. So as soon as my wife and I have a deal that as soon as the first college football game happens, I can put out the fall decorations, and it's like August. Yeah. Okay. So those are up until Thanksgiving, and then immediately the Christmas goes up. 
So I think the lights, putting lights up, getting the decorating part of it, and of course family. But uh, you know the food I eat terribly. <laughs> then I have to do the New Year's resolution and all that. But I, I, I just think uh, the family side and the decorating. What about you? Um, we have a tradition in my family. Uh, we have a fruit cake. This is going to sound so gross. It has been passed down since 2015. Um, we keep it in a freezer all year long. <laughs> Does the person who gets it have to nibble on it? No, a we don't bit? have to okay. eat it. But right. if you have it, you get to give it out the next year to the person that deserves it the most. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I had it last year, and I think I gave it to my brother. Um, I don't really know why. I think I just chose last minute. Um, but he gets to give it out this year, so we'll see where it ends up. So sometimes it's funny. My sister had it one year and she put it in our white elephant that we do. And she ended up giving herself the fruitcake. Oh my gosh. So it was, we have fun with it. I have a very fun family. So that's funny. Well, again, if you're looking for information on things you can do with your family here in Polk County, go to visitcentralflorida.org. It's a great listing of not only accommodations, but attractions and uh, arts and cultural events that you can take part in and uh, just a really good source of information, uh, not just during the holiday season, but throughout the year, because you have to remember people save up their money all year long to come vacation here in Polk County. So we are blessed to be here. Uh, appreciate Eric Clark. Becky, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I appreciate you as well. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so that's glad that's recorded. It's a, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> we thank you all. We will be back next year. Uh, we appreciate everything. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year from the gang here at Sports Central. Good night, everybody.